Welcome to the newest installment of The Voice Speaks. I am Olufemi Nathan Oshako, Executive Director of Eternal Crown Ministries and host of this podcast. In keeping with our study of the life of David, we are picking back up in 2 Samuel chapter 17, and we'll be finishing out the chapter. So starting in verse 24 through the end, picking back up in chapter 18 and we'll read all the way through verse 5 this is a two-part series called the day of reckoning and it's dealing with the day of reckoning for Absalom I'm not gonna read the scripture per se today I'm just gonna kind of give you the story and I encourage you to go and read it's a very short uh, reading but not going to walk through it today as I have in the past in some different episodes simply because there are a lot of wonderful Hebrew names in this specific passage and I'm probably gonna mess them up so instead of doing that I will just give you a blow by blow of what's going on so David goes across after getting word from the spies that hey you need to go because Absalom's coming he's getting ready to try to kill you to take you out David crossed over the river Jordan with the troops and they went to the city of Mahanaim Mahanaim means two camps and in our previous lesson which was two camps part one and two we're dealing with the two camps of thought as far as counsel was concerned you had Ahithophel who was providing wise counsel and you had Hushai who also provided wise counsel he just didn't know that that counsel was there for the specific reason of throwing salt in the game of Ahithophel and keeping Absalom from going with what Ahithophel said Mahanaim means two camps and the two camps that we are speaking of are the camps of David and the camps of Absalom, the people that are for the deposed king and the people that are behind the king who came to reign via coup. Something that stood out to me was that David and his people had to cross the Jordan River. Absalom did too to come after him. What really kind of stood out to me was that this is the same river that had to be crossed by the Israelites to obtain the land that both of these men were fighting to rule over so now they're crossing that river again in order to see who's going to reign over the land as they went into the wilderness David and his people they were tired they had been marching quite a distance to get from Jerusalem to Mahanaim had people throwing rocks at them and cursing at them and just all kinds of of craziness when they got to Mahanaim the people of the city came out Shobai uh, specifically came out brought them beds brought them food cheese meat pots stuff to cook in all kinds of things because they knew the situation that David was in in fleeing from Absalom and that 
they probably needed something at that point. They had been gone for quite some time. More than likely, their resources were threadbare and they needed help. What is a good takeaway from this is that even though he was in the wilderness, even though he was fleeing, the Lord took care of David. Were the accommodations the same as they would have been in the palace? No, but he still took care of them. Wasn't David's fine bed, but they had bedding. Wasn't David's chefs, but they had food and they had pots and they had things to cook in. The Lord provided for them in the wilderness. That is, again, so important to keep in mind today, especially with the things that are going on in our world. We don't know what tomorrow holds. You can't trust in anything but God because anything can happen. The financial system is being turned on its head by this virus. You have locusts in different parts of the world. You have the earthquake that took place in Croatia. There are so many different things that are happening right now that are prophecy from the Bible being fulfilled. The only thing that is trustworthy, the only entity, the only establishment that we can trust in is God. Nothing else is stable. The things that we're experiencing as a world right now is proof positive of that. When Absalom came after David, he had to have someone to lead the troops. The person who was the chief general was with David, and that is Joab. So what does Absalom do? He goes out and gets his cousin Amasa to lead the troops that Joab would lead. Amasa was his cousin as well. He was a child of Zariah's sister. And we know that Zariah was David's sister. So another one of David's sister's child. That's who Amasa was. So that brought to my mind is that the enemy always has a counterfeit. Whatever God has, the enemy has a counterfeit. The Lord has his heavenly host. The enemy has legions of demons. God sent Christ in the world to save us from our sins. The enemy will be sending the Antichrist into the world to draw people away from God. In the beginning of chapter 18, David gets all the boys together and says, all right, let's get everybody ready, feel ready, and let's go out and fight against Absalom. It's time for us to fight. Uh, there's a time uh, to fight and a time to make peace. And this is the time to fight. So he got everyone together and he was like, all right, get my stuff. I'm going with you. And they're like, oh, oh, wait a minute. We love you. That's why we're here with you. We're fighting for you. We're standing with you. However, you're too valuable to us to go out and fight. If you go out and fight, they're going to send everything that they have directly at you that you're going to be this great big bullseye on this target and it's just way too it's way too risky we can't lose you and it would be too much on us for you to go out stay here if something happens you can dispatch more troops out to help us but we need you here and they was like okay i want to go but i'm hearing what you're saying and if you all think this is best i'll stay back as a leader you want to surround yourself with people 
who are better and smarter than you are. And especially you want to have them better and smarter in the areas where you know you are weak. If you know you struggle with numbers, then you get someone who's good in numbers. If you know that you're rash when it comes to decision making and there's someone who is able to think some things through a bit more than you want that person there to bounce ideas off of. You always want to have people that are smarter and better than you around you. And then you have to be coachable. Let them do what God has gifted them to do. As the leader, you still get the credit. As a matter of fact, it shows your your leadership and the confidence that you have to provide a platform for them to shine. So make sure that you're surrounding yourself with the right kind of people who can help you and then listen to them. Put people around you who can speak into your life. Just before the men went out, David pleaded with his leaders, with his generals, said, look, take it easy on the boy. We don't quite know why he said it. There are so many different reasons why David could have said, hey, take it easy on Absalom. Maybe he was guilty because he knew that he should have done what Absalom did in taking out Amnon. Maybe he felt guilty because of killing Uriah and bringing the curse upon himself that the sword would never leave and and the death of his firstborn with Bathsheba was so painful and then losing Amnon too and seeing how Amnon's actions tore Tamar up and how he was responsible for he was responsible for putting Tamar in that spot and he was responsible for Amnon's death by allowing Absalom to trick him so maybe he was just like look I've seen all this stuff I'm supposed to have trouble that's what the Lord told me through Nathan so I'll, I'll just deal with the trouble let the boy be just let the boy be we don't know what we do know is that he said take it easy on him and that's going to be very very important as we continue to study the life of David alright some key points to take away from the lesson today sin divides us there are two camps And those camps were created because of sin. The camp of David and the camp of Absalom. Because of Absalom's sin and actually because of David's sin, these two things came about. But you got to choose wisely whose side you're going to take. Be patient. Review the entire story so that you can make the best choice. We will all go through wilderness times. Even the king of Israel had to go back to the wilderness trust God and trust that he is not only with you but that he will provide for you in the wilderness last but not least be coachable just because you're the leader doesn't mean that you cannot learn from those who follow you Selah, pause and think about this the next episode that we have will be part two of the day of reckoning where we look at Absalom's demise I pray that this was a blessing to you make sure you subscribe and telling your friends rating it and reviewing it 
on the different sites that you listen to it it helps others with exposure to this podcast and i would appreciate it greatly until next time god bless